0: Today is known as Good Shepherd Sunday. The gospel passage is simple, clear, and very comforting. But really, I think you could make an argument that today should be called Good Sheep Sunday. Why? Because the action is not what the shepherd is doing, but what the sheep are doing. The good shepherd as we learned in a few verses prior to this passage is the good shepherd because he will lay down his life for the sheep and not only will the good shepherd lay down his life but he will take it up again this is what we've been celebrating for the last three weeks that after offering his life on the altar of the cross on good friday jesus took it up again on easter sunday and these actions were undertaken freely or forced into them his only motivation was love for us and our flourishing now even a suburban kid like me knows that there is a close, even intimate relationship between the flock and the shepherd. They spend all their time together, and the flock depends upon the shepherd for its safety and its well-being. The shepherd leads the flock from pasture to pasture to find new sources of fresh and living water, Give it a safe place to rest and to protect it from being attacked or dispersed. And in order for the flock to prosper and grow, it must have absolute trust in its shepherd. And here is where today's gospel comes in. Jesus has already established that he himself is humanity's good shepherd who lay down his life for us. But if we are going to get to the pasture where he wants to take us, namely his heavenly kingdom, we must listen to him and follow where he leads. Now in the natural world, for a sheep to be separated from the flock means almost certain death. And for us, To either refuse to listen to Jesus or to follow where he leads may not mean immediate death as it would for a sheep, but it does mean that we will no longer be on the way, nor will we hear the truth or experience the life, all of which are Jesus himself. And here is the most comforting part of today's gospel, that no one, not even the evil one himself, can snatch us out of God's protective embrace. We see what this might look like, if you will, in the first two readings for today we see Paul and Barnabas able to flourish in their preaching mission despite resistance and outright persecution from the authorities. In the reading from Revelation, we see that vast crowd beyond counting that has survived the great distress, namely witnessing to Jesus to the point of shedding their blood. They stand victorious as a body or as a flock you might say, and offer God ceaseless worship and praise around his heavenly throne. These are images of good and victorious sheep. However, that does not mean, and please pardon the pun, that we're out of the woods yet. There's more to that story. Unlike the animals we have free will, a gift that makes us very much like our creator. And we are perfectly able by our own choices to remove ourselves from the fold of the divine shepherd. We can, as Saint Paul said in his preaching, reject the word of God and judge ourselves unworthy Of his kingdom. An example of this is Judas Iscariot. He was one of the twelve, one of those closest to Jesus. Even he was able to wander away because he chose to do so. And he wandered so far so quickly that he despaired of forgiveness, mercy, and even life itself. Today is also a day where we pray for priestly vocations, that those men whom the Lord himself has chosen to be his priests will hear the summons, follow through, and persevere in the task. But like any other members of the Lord's flock, those called to priesthood have free will and can either follow or not follow the master's instructions. Follow or not follow his example. They too can be obedient or disobedient to the divine master. Like any vocation given by the Lord, priesthood is a call to live beyond oneself and what one thinks possible for oneself. But of course, herein lies the beauty because the one who calls us all of us knows us better than we know ourselves and of what we are capable of doing better than we do as the good shepherd himself says with god all things are possible this weekend we also celebrate mother's day when we celebrate our earthly mothers in the month dedicated to our Heavenly Mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. We pause to praise and thank God for these women who helped bring us to birth, to raise us, and to shape us into the people that God, not they, made us to be. We pray that God may forgive whatever sins they have committed in exercising their Herculean task and that we, too, can offer that precious gift where needed. They were the first in our lives to exercise the role of a shepherd and to guide us, but in a uniquely feminine way, as well as those who showed us the profound depth of human love, a love that is only a shadow of the love that we come to know in Mary, but in especially in her son, our good shepherd, Jesus Christ, who laid down his life so that we might have life and have it more abundantly.